I'm David Cross, and you may know me from my election integrity work, but I also own U.S. Asset Management, a family-owned and operated investment advisory practice. I'm a certified portfolio manager, and my job is to help you make better decisions with your money. One of the things we try to avoid is investing in companies that push the woke agenda. If you're invested with one of the big firms out there, there's a pretty good chance that you're feeding the beast that hates your values. Our company is 100% conservative, and we'd love to have an opportunity to work with you. Check us out at us-am.com and look for our big, proud American Eagle logo. It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. I rise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Welcome back to Information Operation. We've got a unique guest with us today. Rachel Ehrenfeld is a terrorism expert, an academic, and a dual Israeli citizen, and she knows a lot about what's happening in Gaza and with Soros' influence. Welcome, Rachel. Uh, thanks for having me. So you have a unique perspective as to why this is happening in Israel and why it's happening in the U.S. Tell us what that is, and really around the world. Uh, the... Um... Hamas uh, war or radical Islamic war uh, um, orchestrated by uh, Iran and others um, that is going on in Israel or the attack on, on October 7 and the attacks ever since. They've shelled Israel now with 10,000 uh, rockets uh, in a month. Uh, and uh, many of them have been uh, intercepted, but not all. And uh, uh, there is also, of course, shelling from Hezbollah um, and supposedly some Hamas and other Palestinian terrorists in, from the north, from Lebanon, from Syria. And uh, Israel is fighting. Israel is fighting for, uh, for the life of uh, for, for its existence and the life of all its citizens, including Arab uh, Israelis. And um, uh, to liberate, uh, to liberate uh, uh, citizens or innocent uh, or civilians that um, have not been part of Hamas uh, in, in Gaza, uh, but suffered uh, for, dec for decades now under Hamas, um, and uh, this, this has been the most barbaric um, attack on, not only on civilians, on human beings by monsters uh, that has been recorded, I think, in, a, in history. Uh, we don't have any records on, uh, on, on um, terrorists that uh, even ISIS that has um, that have uh, 
tore um, uh, babies from their mother's womb, pregnant women, uh, killed, uh, killed the babies, shot the babies several times, beheaded them, and then killed the mother, uh, sometimes even raping the... the uh, they have done horrendous things, and there are videos um, of which they recorded, actually, to be able to um, boast about it, uh, which they sent around, and they are also sent around to torment uh, the families and and the Israelis in general. Uh, do, you th do you think this was done to to engender some specific type of response? What what was yes. the goal? The goal was the goal is was and is uh, to uh, kill all the Jews, uh, all the Israelis, all the Jews that live in uh, in Israel. And to uh, to be able to conquer the territory, free of Jews, free of free of Christians, free of anybody who lives in the territory who is not a member of Hamas or that Hamas does not approve. Um, and uh, this was really sent. Also, it, it was a very strong message, and they promised that they will do it again and again and again if they are not stopped. So yeah, it is it is essential for really the Western world to stop them, for the United States, for Europeans, for everybody uh, who doesn't want to see similar things happening in their in their countries. Uh, and judging by the thousands of people, tens of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people that went marching on the streets. Uh, in support of Hamas, in, su in support of Hamas activities, should be a very, very alarming um, message to all governments uh, where this is happening in, in, in England, in, in, uh, in France, uh, in Sweden, in the United States, in every state, um, and elsewhere, Spain, um, because uh, they will be next. Uh, once they, if they get what they want, uh, they will be actually going on. It's like ISIS and ISIS is still active and, and they publish an Al-Qaeda uh, magazines, etc. that this is the goal to, uh, to actually conquer all the world. And uh, Iran is leading the charge now, where Iran, the Shiite, actually, uh, and... Um, Saudi Arabia should uh, should do whatever they can in order to stop this because uh, if Iran is successful and these barbarics are will be able to do more damage and more carnage in other countries as well um, and if if they God forbid um, uh, can do it again in Israel uh, Saudis will lose their their position as the leading. Uh, Muslim Islamic country in the world. Um, so uh, they should. Let have me ask you this: There's states as well. There, so to, you raised a lot of points. First, I want to know your thoughts on why there was an intelligence failure, and two, talk to us about who's behind all these demonstrations globally. You think it's yeah. Soros, correct? Well, Soros is part of it. Soros is not uh, Soros. Soros has been funding groups here in the United States. Uh, he spent apparently now the latest figure is like $15 million or $30 million on uh, organizations that are 
pro-Hamas, uh, anti-Israeli, anti-American, uh, woke, and, and Muslim organizations also that are against Israel, pro-Hamas, etc. Uh, he's been funding them uh, for not only, he didn't start it yesterday or October 7, he actually has been doing it for a long time. And not only here, but also in Israel and in uh, Gaza and in the Palestinian territories, uh, he's been doing it uh, directly and indirectly. A major, um, if you want to call it, um, clearing house for, for uh, funds from Soros and others to these groups has been uh, the Tides Foundation. And there is another one, another group, Arabella, um, uh, in uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, these are big packs, and they, uh, they then they receive millions of dollars from Soros or from the Rockefeller Brothers Fund or others who are supporting uh, these, these um, nefarious groups. And uh, they then divide the money according to instructions they receive from the donors. So we know we know we know most of who these people are. But you know, look on, on October 10th, uh, Khalid Mashal uh, issued um, a request uh, for all the Muslim Ummah, uh, all the Muslims in the world actually, to go on jihad. And he said he even said that uh, so and to go to the street to demonstrate, and this is the jihad time for the Ummah, He claimed, uh, he 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 announced, and in addition he said that uh, he called also for those who cannot participate in the jihad or walk on the or, or demonstrate in the streets, uh, to give in kind to do financial jihad, meaning give money. So that has not been widely uh, that has not been widely advertised. Actually, hardly anybody uh, wrote about uh, the second part of his request. And uh, so I wonder how much money has been collected from all those who are marching in the streets, uh, in the mosques, in the Islamic centers, in other places where they got together to organize these events. And uh, where did the money go? Uh, anybody paying attention? Uh, I think that all law enforcement uh, agencies should pay attention to the people who are demonstrating on the streets, because this was one request from uh, Khalid Mash'al. And people, well, many people heeded his, uh, his request. Uh, how many, the same people and even more since, uh, would heed his next, request, his next request, which may be, okay, so now go and attack because we are infidel. I mean, everybody here is an infidel if, if they are not adhering to uh, Hamas radical uh, Islamist uh, Sharia um, um, Sharia laws, etc. So uh, this is very important. This is a national security threat to the United States. And we don't know, actually, in addition to these people that we saw on the streets, everywhere, we don't know how many of the illegal migrants that arrived here, more than 8 million, uh, and what, about 2, two million gotaways. Uh, we don't know how many of them came from uh, Islamic countries, Muslim countries, and how many uh, would heed the next request. So this is a dangerous, uh, this is a dangerous situation. 
Um, I I completely agree that the Sharia uh, supremacists are are on the march. But before we move on to Iran, because I want to talk about Iran, talk to us about the intelligence failure in Israel and what do you think is going to happen because because of it? I think there will be well, many things are changing already. Uh, have been changing already since the attack. Uh, the IDF apparently has adopted uh, different modus operandi. They are, uh, and and the the general motive is uh, the the aim is really not only to uh, uh, hit badly Hamas so that they will leave Israel. In a, they won't be able to attack it for another three or four or five years. Uh, the goal is really to um, destroy Hamas completely and uh, really um, send them, I mean, kill as many as possible uh, and destroy their infrastructure, destroy uh, their weapons uh, um, uh, everywhere, um, and also. Um, and also destroy the government structure. So yesterday there were pictures of Israeli soldiers with an Israeli flag at the uh, Hamas parliament. I saw that, yeah. And then they also uh, had another picture, I don't know if you saw that, in the main police station uh, uh, that Hamas uh, had used, uh, like their own, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, um, NKVD headquarters, if you want intelligence. Uh, so, but they still have uh, to clean up the, um, what is it, uh, 300 uh, miles of, uh, of, uh, of underground tunnels, uh, which some of them are as big as, as the subway, uh, subways in New York uh, or elsewhere. So they have still a lot of work and they are doing it very uh, methodically carefully uh, because uh, they know that there are also hostages uh, that Hamas is hiding there. So they don't right. really to hurt them. They want to, if any of the hostages are still alive, uh, they want to bring them out. And if not, they want to bring out the bodies. So, so there, there's reports, there's reports in Russian TV that today that uh, there's allegedly a ceasefire being agreed to for five days. Uh, and I, a hostage exchange. Have you heard this? No, I haven't heard this, and I don't think that Israel would agree to uh, uh, to do any kind of ceasefire, as they have repeatedly said, unless all the hostages are released. Period. So they have um, at least 239 hostages, including Americans, including Italians, including French, including. Ties into including Philippines, you name it, uh, and unless all of them are not uh, released or their bodies, if they died, uh, Israel will not uh, will not have a ceasefire. They cannot. It's not that the government would uh, uh, back off and say, "Okay, so let's go, let's do it." It's it's a condition. It's it's really a condition that they have to fulfill. Uh, because that's what they swore to do, and that's what they promised to the public, and I don't think that anybody in Israel will tolerate less than that. So, so let's move on to Iran. There are reports, like Laura Loomer is reporting, that uh, there may be some intelligence uh, 
that did not purposely get transferred to Israel from the United States due to Iranian influence in the Biden administration. Uh, talk to us about Iran. What are your thoughts on their involvement? I, I wouldn't in be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised because people who are, are responsible for analyzing such information and and uh, moving it up the chain uh, at the Defense Department are we know they are Iranian agents. They are still on the job. So yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. And there are we know that the State Department there are many who are um, pro uh, Islamist, pro pro Iran. Uh, they are still uh, they have been there before uh, before Obama came in, but many of them came with Obama and stayed there. And unfortunately, right. Trump didn't uh, fire all of them. So. Uh, but but that's the situation, and uh, whoever, hopefully hopefully the next president who will not be Biden, and not a Democrat will be able to uh, to really clean up uh, all government agencies. But um, Iran has been Iran has been cuddled. Iran has been funded actually. Um, indirectly by the United States, but also directly. We have to remember that uh, Barack Obama, Barack Hussein Obama, as he identified himself in Cairo in his uh, first apology uh, tour, uh, uh, said uh, had given them um, $1.8 billion in cash, uh, in cash, untraceable. Where did the money go? Well. Kerry, I have really to um, um, to to uh, praise Kerry for having either the or being mindless or 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 for some reason actually told the truth that uh, well he knew that some of the money he was asked he said well of course some of the money will go to fund terrorism we know that okay. But some of the money was not only the $1.8 billion in cash, uh, which was transferred from the United States in the middle of the night, arrived in the middle of the night in Zurich airport, uh, in, in planes uh, to give to the Iranians. I don't know what happened with the money. Would be very interesting to find out who got it. Uh, but uh, who among uh, the different uh, governments, uh, officials that were involved also got the money. Uh, not only Hezbollah and the Houthis and Hamas, etc., but um, the there was also what 650 billion dollars that were made available to them, um, and uh, I mean this has been really uh, horrendous. So there were some divs, they they were still not allowed to be on uh, uh, on the. Uh, um, to, to deal with internationally, to trade internationally. But uh, the Biden administration, when the Biden administration came, on, came in, they decided to relax the sanctions. So Iran was able to sell oil uh, worth between 70 to $100 billion to China and other, uh, other products. Uh, and we, and in addition, they also received some humanitarian aid uh, from the United States because, well, they had problems and they had some, uh, I don't know, earthquakes and, and they wanted some, uh, 
sport clubs, sports club for youth. Uh, so, I mean, all kind of really stupid excuses, but they received a lot of money. I've written about it actually uh, several times. Um, I don't think anybody had paid attention to that. That was kind of uh, pocket money, right? Right. So tell us about the Center for American Democracy and your work there. The Center, uh, the American Center for Democracy and Economic Warfare Institute focuses on issues that are important to the national security of the United States and, and uh, Western world and, and Israel. And uh, it includes um, uh, political Islam, uh, radical Islam, terrorism, uh, money laundering, terrorism, financing, narco-terrorism, uh, weapons of mass effect, which is really propaganda, disinformation, and, uh, and economic warfare. Economic warfare actually uh, is a war that affects everything because it's not only for trade and for businesses, it's also, for example, lawfare. If uh, if you write something and somebody doesn't like what you write, they can go and sue you. Now, if they are Iranian or or uh, funded by Soros or funded by um, uh, by other Islamist organization or other NGO, uh, they can actually they can last forever. They have a lot of money to do that. Uh, you as an individual, uh, even as a small business owner, you, you cannot afford it. You don't have the money to do it. So that's the, the, the one who has the money, I mean, calls the tune, right? And this right. is, really, this is and, and we call it lawfare because they are suing for, uh, for everything and for anything. And that's a tool that the Islamists and uh, uh, a big representative of them in courts has been care um uh, the uh, uh muslim brotherhood uh, branch in the united states uh suing for anything so uh this is why you have now pamela harris uh response uh, her, her new role as uh, the counter islamophobia um zarina uh and i think that that would yeah. be probably her most successful role because she is certainly against islamophobia she didn't say anything about anti-Semitism. <laughs> there is yeah. a tremendous rise of anti-Semitism in the United States, and she's and she and the administration are worried about Muslims who are marching on the streets, who are who are defacing uh, uh, Jewish businesses, who are defacing the White House, uh, and nothing about that. So uh, yeah, we live in a very um, unfortunately the forces of evil seems to be. Running, there are not too many of them, but they are right. very vocal. They are very vocal, and they right. are not being. They are not, nobody's trying to uh, to silence them, which is uh, which is very worrisome. So, Rachel, as this situation develops in Israel, yeah. we'll have you back on. But tell us where people can follow you, social media, etc. It's the American Center for Democracy, acdemocracy.org, and. People can go and uh, buy my latest book uh, about the Soros agenda. Uh, it's on Amazon and uh, also detail, more details on the website, acdemocracy.org. Thank you, Rachel. We'll have you back. Thank you Take for care. having me.
You bet.